Thanks for joining me. I always appreciate your tuning in to my podcast. On today's episode, I talk with my cousin, Nikki Wilson, and we talk about the simplicity of trusting God with some laughs along the way. I know you'll be encouraged and blessed. Enjoy. All right. Hi, Nikki. Hi. I'm so excited that you decided to be my guest, and I'm thankful that you're here. And so I'm going to read your bio that you sent me just to introduce everyone to you, and we're just going to jump right into the conversation. Okay. Nikki Wilson lives in Indianapolis, Indiana. She loves the Lord and shares that love with others as she navigates this journey called life. Short and sweet. (laughs) Nikki loves the Lord and wants to share that with others as she navigates this journey called life. So I always like to share how I know my guests before we get started in the conversation. And Nikki is my cousin. Yay. (laughs) So we've known each other all our lives. And um, I just think she 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 just was confused why I wanted her to be a guest. But once we start talking and you all hear how wonderful she is in the conversation, she'll understand why I invited her. <laughs> I'm still confused. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you here, Nikki. So thank you for, for, for joining me. So let's just jump right into the conversation. Thinking back over your life, when did you become acutely aware that you mattered to God? Talk about that moment for our kids. Um, I don't know if I can name one particular moment because I think there are multiple times uh, throughout mm-hmm. my life where I realized that I matter to God. Um, it doesn't matter if, if I'm in a good place or in a, a bad place. Um, there's a sense of peace that comes over me when I'm going through something or just when life is going well, there's a sense of peace that just lets me know that he's here. He's next to me. He's walking with me. Um I don't know. It's just a it's a good feeling to know that. Can you think back to to even when you were little? Was there some time that you were like, okay, God does see me. God does hear me. You you can't pinpoint any time in your life where you just really were aware of that more so than any other time. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel. I mean, there are so many different things that I've gone through that. I don't, I I feel like God has walked me or been by my side while I was going through it. You know, the, the death of both of my parents, Um, uh, the time I uh, graduated from college, you know, the first person in my family to graduate from college. I mean, that was a a, a great moment. And I knew that I mattered to God. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't think there was like one aha moment. I think there, mm-hmm. it just keeps going. Even, you know, even mm-hmm. now, and I look forward to the future when I realize, oh yes, God is still right here with me. So, mm-hmm. And you know that, I guess that is a challenging question because like you and like me, when we've, we've known God all of our lives and we've seen him do things, um, sometimes it is hard to pinpoint like that, like an exact moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've talked to, I've talked to friends before who came to know the Lord at a at an older age, and um and I always thought that was fascinating because I've never not known God. Me either. I've never known His presence. I've never not felt Him in my life. Um, so I it's it's challenging for those of us who've always known the Lord to know. But there there are some times that are aha moments, like wow, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what all the talk is, Lord. <laughs> I get it. And both of us are are 
preacher's kids. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's hard to to navigate. Okay, when did I not? But I but I do I do recall specific times in my life where God amazed me, and it, and, and nobody would have known about that time, um, but God, or known about the specific way that He came through, but God. Mm-hmm. Just how He showed me more of his presence and more of himself and and only me because I was the only one that saw how he came through. You know and what I mean? That's evidence of, you know, your relationship with him, that you do have a personal relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And it was something, it could be something, and it was something as minute as <laughs> when I had graduated from college and I needed to pay a bill and I had zero dollars to pay this bill. And I can't even remember what the bill might have been. <laughs> I don't even know. It was I had zero money. So I was like, Lord, I need to pay this bill, and I don't know how how you're gonna come through. And I had just graduated from college, just broke mm-hmm. this broke. So I went to the mailbox, and I and I remember the bill had an exact amount. And I promise you, this is the truth. And it was just so amazing to me. It, it was like some sense too, you know, that I needed to pay this bill. I think it was my phone bill. So anyway, I went to the mailbox, and I had a check in the mail from the electric company from college. When I was <laughs> that amount. Service for that amount. I was like, no way, God, like down to the penny for real. Um, you know, so it was exactly what I needed. So I, you know, I have those aha moments that I, it just it just uh, reaffirmed my faith, I guess you could say. He's an on-time God, so he does stuff like that. <laughs> well, the, well, what's for you? Because we've you've always you said you've always known God and he's always been a presence in your life. Um, was there a moment in your life when you didn't feel his presence or felt that he was quiet or had turned away? What what brought you back to knowing he was there? If there was such a moment for you? There are moments. There are moments for me. Um, and I think that comes along or coincides with when I am deep in my sin and my pride. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is that for me, it keeps me from praying and mm-hmm. studying his word and, you know, spending, you know, quiet time with him. And yeah. so then that just makes a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger wedge. And it's almost like, um, so I don't know how to swim. And I went to Jamaica one year and I was snorkeling and I was mm-hmm. enjoying the view underwater. But when I got ready to come back in, when I stood up, I was so far. I had floated so far away from the beach where we were. And so that it, it makes me think of that, like your sin will just have you float so far away from God. Mm, great and enough. Ray stand up and you're like, oh, my goodness, where is he? Hmm. And it's all because he's never um, left me. And I go back to that, that scripture that you put in uh, Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. Um, that he never leaves us or forsakes us. Yeah. His that he's never going to leave. So if, if there's any time I don't feel his presence or don't feel close to him, all I got to do is look at myself and look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always it's always on me. Yeah. And I love that analogy because, you know, I never thought about saying like that because you, it's perfect because you stand up and you're like, where am I? How did I get here? Kind of like, what is it, the, the prodigal son? The prodigal who was son, eating, yeah. Eating with the pigs and like, wait a minute, my daddy got all of this and I'm eating slop. You know? <laughs> and, and so you just stand up and you're like, where is the shoreline? 
Where is my standard? Where how have I moved so far away? And 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 the perfect thing that, about that analogy that I love as well is that even though you floated out, not recognizing how you were getting further and further away, you can always just paddle back to God. And He's the shoreline that won't move. He's the immovable. We're the ones yeah. that have moved away. Yeah, and then I always, you know, then I start uh, beating myself up. You know, I shouldn't have been doing this, and you know, and then yeah. that's all the the those tricks of the enemy. Yeah, to, to feel bad about yourself, to try mm-hmm. to convince you, you just might as well just stay out there. Don't even come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And then you start to feel like, okay, so if I do come back, Lord, are you gonna forgive me for? Because you can't forget this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Are you really forgiving? And you know, forgiving me. And so, and that's when we have to begin to forgive ourselves, which is my biggest challenge as well. Um, God will forgive me, but mm-hmm. I have to forgive myself. And that's what the enemy, like you said, wants us to not recognize that there's now, therefore, no condemnation for those right. who are in Jesus. We're not condemned. And we, um, so I, I still have the hardest time forgiving myself. And then that's when I'm trying to become God. And it ain't even God because God forgives me. He already forgave you. Yep. He already forgave you. Mm-hmm. So how do you work yourself back through out of your mind to be back at the shoreline with God? When you that, that, that's, a, that's, a, uh, that's a battle because now you're swimming against the wave. Like mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're so far away and um, you got to retrain your mind and, and, you know, get your thought process back together on, you know, having daily devotion and, and time with him. So mm-hmm. um, now when you say that's a battle, what makes it a battle? Is it the battle to retrain yourself back into your time with him? Or is it a battle against your mind because you feel unworthy to come back to him? Which is, what's the battle for you? Because I feel unworthy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you take me back after all of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do you retrain your mind? What do you tell yourself to say, hey, look, enemy, I, I know that God is called. I know who I am. How, what do you say to yourself? What's your to to just redirect my thoughts, redirect my thoughts, take my thoughts off of me and myself and just focus on him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the next question kind of ties into what we just talked about, because the first one is the time when you felt God had left you. The next one is the time when you left God's presence. But I think we kind of focused on that because um, yeah, I, don't, I don't ever think God leaves us. If we accept um, Jesus as our Lord and Savior and we confess our confess it with our mouths. I, he never leaves us. So I, anytime I feel like I'm not close to him, it's because of something that I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What What can you say to somebody who in their journey right now in their life who may feel um, that they can't swim back, that there's too much current or there's too many things in the way from them to get back to shore and they're confused how they're going to navigate it? Um, what can you say, even speaking from your own experiences, what can you say in encouraging them that they matter to God? That they should pray. And, and when I say pray, people think, you know, they're talking about some 
beautiful, thought out prayer. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just just a, a little simple conversation. Um, Lord, help me with my unbelief or um, Lord, I feel confused or I don't know which way to go. Just but I think the the important part is to say it out loud mm. like, so you can hear it. Um, and I know that God, he knows our thoughts and our words before we even speak them. But I always think about Genesis one. I don't know if it's the second verse or the third verse, but he mm-hmm. said, um, and God said, let there be light. Like God said it mm-hmm. and anything that he said happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think you have to, when you're praying, especially when you're feeling lost and confused and unloved that you have to speak it out audibly. Um, Cause I think there's some, some power, some extra connection power there. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And when you say speak it out, you mean speak out what you've done to pull back from him or speak out where you're wanting to go and what you're needing to get back to with God? Whatever is on your heart, either or or both. Yeah. Hmm. Right, you say, Lord, I feel unloved. Can you help me? Hmm. But I feel like you have to say it out loud. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've been, you know, I, I hear people talk about just... um What's the what's the thing? I'm not I don't want to I don't you know, it's kind of a fine line between getting into spiritual witchcraft stuff and also just, you know, vibration stuff and all that. Mm -hmm. But also getting into recognizing that there is energy and God is a part of that energy. And what we say is powerful Mm -hmm. uh, because our words are powerful enough, like you said, to speak into existence those things, but good or bad. Right, exactly. Speak into existence those things that we we desire, we want, or we are wanting to move away from and, and just crying out to God about things that right. we just have overcome or need his help in or need him to intervene in. And so I agree with you about saying it out loud. And I, I remember I heard a pastor say a long time ago that the devil can't read our minds. And oh. I Interesting. He can't read our minds, but he's been observing us our whole lives by our actions. Right. So when I talk to God on things that I'm wanting or moving, sometimes I don't say those things out loud. And um, but those things that I have power in, I say out loud just to let the enemy know. Because the Bible says, "Resist the devil, and he'll flee." He'll flee. That's right. And we resist him verbally as well out loud just when we you know we call it from old school rebuking yeah <laughs> i still say that i know you too we rebuke i rebuke you <laughs> i am resisting in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and i started saying out loud you have to flee mm-hmm. <laughs> God That's says, That's right. if i resist you resist the devil and he will flee that's so right. when I verbally, when I say, I resist you, get out, you have to, I verbalize that and I resist him verbally out loud, you know, with those things that I'm needing power in, or I'm needing to go against or needing God to, uh, needing the devil to know that I'm, I'm coming against you. I have power. You have no authority right. here. Right. You have no authority here. I think sometimes we don't recognize that we have the, the same power that Jesus had. So. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus said you'll do greater things. Mm-hmm. Than, mm-hmm. You know? 
And I, I have another cousin we were talking about the dominion. God, God gave us, have you ever heard, have you ever listened to, he's not my cousin, my cousin and I were talking about this, but have you ever listened to Miles Monroe? Some of his old, he's deceased now. I think he was Bahamian, um, but he was a, a minister and just so deep. Um, but he died in a plane crash. I think it was 2010, but before he passed away, he has books and everything. Okay. Uh, my listeners and you, Nikki, since you never heard of him, just check him out. I mean, he goes, he just goes in a intellectual and a logical level uh, beyond just um, just the just the surface of the word. He goes in a little more in depth, which is what I like when I have questions, even to this day, about certain things. But one of the things he talked about, um, and I don't even remember which one from YouTube this was, but one of the things he talked about was our dominion and our power that we have uh, because God gave man dominion of the earth. That's right. And about what that dominion meant. And um, and I, I'm just not even going to try to, I'm not going to butcher it and how he, <laughs> <laughs> what he said and how he said it. But one of the things that really stood out to me was um, some things that we blame God for that. Why didn't you intervene? He said some things God won't intervene in because it will go against himself in having given us dominion. Wow. That was a little. That was deep. Yeah. And I think about some things. I was like, "Oh, God won't go against Himself because He gave us dominion, and then like stopping some things that are sinful." Right. Exactly. Because He will never impede upon our own choices. He gave us that dominion to decide and to choose. That's right. We got free will. Free will, right? And so that only doesn't apply. That only not only applies to us. But it also applies to people who are evil. Yep. They also have the ability to choose evil and that evil will affect us. And then we, unfortunately, some of us, I don't, but some people do will blame God. But why didn't you intervene? Because that evil person also has dominion, <laughs> you know. And every choice has a, a consequence. So Every choice has a consequence. That's mm-hmm. true. So I'm I, that wasn't so hard, was it, Nikki? <laughs> I've been nervous the whole time, <laughs> and it's been wonderful. <laughs> but we're so not. I'm not. I'm not done with you yet. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything from your own journey that you've discovered um, that you? would like to share with our listeners Um, because part of this, like I was telling you, part of the reason that I started this podcast was one, because I know that I have a lot of friends and family who have stories that I'd like to just tell that don't have another platform to tell it, but I know are doing phenomenal things, uh, not just uh, to give God glory, but just in uh, being themselves or just great people that I just wanted other people to know about. Um, and the other thing was, too, I started this so I could give a voice to those who, you know, aren't movie stars or aren't haven't written a thousand books or whatever. Um, but they just are are living for the Lord. And through themselves, they're letting God's light so shine before men that mm-hmm. they are getting glory. And so um, that's why I wanted to have you on. And I have some other guests, too, that are like, you're like, what are you saying? Why are you asking me? <laughs> But what can you what can you tell a guest um, just in, even in your own life and what you've experienced in our golden years of having lived um, that you would like to share with someone um, who might be listening, who might um, 
who might be on a journey in their own life that others might not understand or know about or even be able to share with other people that in your own life at this point, you could share that with somebody because of something that you have overcome. Is there something that you can share uh, for someone from your own life that they might not you know, even know to ask? Whatever God leads on your heart right now to, to speak out. Um, to, to never stop praying. Um, when my mom was right before she passed away, um, she, she basically was just there, right? She's just breathing, but like, there's no, she's not talking. She's not interacting anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I was still praying for God to bring her back. Yeah. And I had friends and family and coworkers who I know love me very much to tell me, you know, just let her know that you're going to be okay so that she can move on. She's staying here for you. Yeah. And I finally did that one day. I, I whispered to her that I was going to be okay, but that wasn't really what I was feeling. I was still wanting God to heal her and bring her back. Yeah. And so I would say, if that is what's on your heart, don't let anybody change that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that God would have brought her back because yeah. anything that he does is, is you know, his, his, his thinking is better than mine. But the issue I had was that I changed mm -hmm. because of what other people said. And not because this is what God told me to do. I should have kept praying for that. Now, that doesn't mean that he was going to bring her back, but that should have been my prayer. So don't mm -hmm. ever stop praying for whatever it is God has put on your heart. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you, you see it come to fruition, maybe it might be blessing somebody that's coming behind you. But don't stop. Amen. That's good advice. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for also sharing about my sweet Aunt Mary <laughs> <laughs> and my wonderful Uncle Rudy today. Love this. She'd be a <laughs> guest. For I know. <laughs> <laughs> you must be to say something to me. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. continuously saying, "Come on, be on my show, Nikki." <laughs> mm -hmm. I was like, "Mommy can do it, and that's fine." Huh? The, the little round tables we talks we used to have at, right. at yeah <laughs> oh my goodness because my aunt mary was always talking about my mouth so she would have been so <laughs> so joyful to see me actually doing something with it and blessing others <laughs> yes she would have loved it <laughs> well i love you nikki and i'm glad you came too. on <laughs> thank you for having me i'm still trying to figure out why but thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later, girl. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please comment on this episode on Instagram at You Matter to God. That's You Matter, the number two, God. If you'd like to support this podcast, visit www.buymeacoffee.com slash you matter to God. Remember, you matter the number two God. For the cost of a cup of coffee each month, 
Your support assists me in continuing to bless and encourage others. And I so appreciate your support. Thank you.